It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. I'm a baseball writer whose work was most recently seen at Baseball Prospectus, and I'm the host of the Locked On Yankees podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gotts or at the Locked On Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Speaking of that, we will recap yesterday's 7-0 victory over the Padres. The Yankees won the series and now get to face Boston for four games. Yay, scheduling! We'll discuss James Paxton's dazzling yet brief outing, and we'll look ahead to the Boston series, which begins tonight in the Bronx, because what are off days anyway? Before we get to all that, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. You can also get it in Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get basically rewarded everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Yesterday was much better than Tuesday, as the Yankees not only exploded on offense, but they kept the Padres off the board. Now, I don't want to sound like a cocky jackass, but on Tuesday, the Padres' Twitter account posted a tweet that said, Okay, now let's take the series tomorrow. And I thought to myself, isn't that adorable? I didn't tweet that, of course, because I'm polite in public, usually. Okay, that's a lie, but just let's pretend that I am. And in yesterday's podcast, I said how the Yankees had issues facing a guy with a high ERA, Eric Lauer, and that they'd be facing a guy with a 1.93 ERA in Chris Paddock, and that you never know what's going to happen. That was my way of saying, watch the Yankees have no problems with Paddock of all people. And that's what happened. So I was a little tired when I recorded yesterday morning, and I couldn't gather my thoughts too well, so I apologize for not being clear on that. So anyway, yes, the Yankees beat up on Chris Paddock yesterday, 
And I have to say, it was pretty amusing to see his reaction to every home run that they hit off him because he just looked incredulous. Like, how is this happening? And the Yankees didn't waste any time giving him a rude welcome to the stadium because DJ LeMahieu led off the bottom of the first with a home run. LeMahieu at 313, four homers, 29 RBIs, 02. Swung on, hit in the air to left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. How do you like that? A leadoff home run for LeMayu. David John makes long gone. He homers in the left field seats. Okay, so John Sterling's call for LeMayu is ridiculously corny. I know that that's his shtick, but I don't know why. Have I never heard? How have I never heard that call? It seemed like I never heard it. <laughs> and I listen to games, so I don't. Maybe I'm not paying attention, but wow, that's just terrible. And speaking of corny calls, two pitches later, Luke Voigt hit one to Detroit. High fly ball, deep left center, Myers back, looking up, see ya! Back to back for the Yankees, they lead 2-0. Wow, Mike, I hope you're loose, they're off to a good start here. Two for two, two nothing. Go back to back, right out of the box. Voigt's home run turned out to be the hardest hit ball Paddock had given up in his young career, and he looked shell-shocked on the mound. He had only given up four home runs all season up to that point, and he gave up two to the first two Yankee batters. After Clint Frazier led off the second inning with a strikeout, Gio Urshela stepped up to the plate, and let's just say Paddock was not happy when this happened. Urshela keeps on getting big hit after big hit for the Yanks. Driven to left field and deep. That ball is gone. Another home run. Gio Urshela goes yard. Three nothing Yanks. I tell you what, I don't, I don't know what to say, Michael. Now he's giving up three to right-handed hitters. Gio Urshela just continues to put together that magical year that he started. Coming into the game, Paddock had given up four homers in 51 innings. He's given up three in an inning and a third. The Yankees were up 3-0 after that home run, and they had a chance to do more after back-to-back singles by Cameron Maben and Austin Romine. But after a mound visit, Paddock settled down and struck out LeMahieu and got Voigt to ground out to end the inning. Paddock would go on to give up one run in his remaining innings of work. He totaled five for the game, and he left the game down 4-0. That one run was off a of Brett Gardner sack fly to score LeMahieu. The Yankees added another run in the sixth thanks to Cameron Maben's base running skills. He singled, then he stole second, then he stole third on an Austin Romine strikeout, and after Austin Hedges threw the ball into left field, Maben scored easily to put the Yankees up 5 nothing. In the bottom of the seventh, Voigt started things off with a triple. Yes, a triple. And following a Kendris Morales ground out, Glaber Torres joined the home run party. 3-1, head in the air to deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone. It's Glaber Day. A two-run home run off the bat of Glaber Torres. And there he is, the Glaber of the month. That home run was given up by former Yankee Adam Warren. The only news wasn't just the offense. James Paxton made his return to the rotation, and he was electric. He had a pitch count of around 70 going into the start, which is smart. You don't want anything bad to happen to the guy who just came off the IL yesterday morning. And even though his pitch count was low, he was highly effective. He pitched four no-hit innings with two walks and seven strikeouts. And those seven strikeouts ended as follows. 
Three were on four seamers, two were on cutters, two were on knuckle curves. He generated 17 swinging strikes, which is only three off his high of 20 this season, and he did it in much fewer pitches. And his fastball had some life yesterday. He was averaging around 94, but he did get up to 96.4. Aaron Boone said in Paxton's next outing, his pitch count will be up around 80. And after that, if things go well, he should be back to normal and there won't be a pitch limit. Chad Green, Adam Adovino, Jonathan Holder, and Nestor Cortez finished the game for Paxton. And the only one who had issues was Cortez, who loaded the bases in the ninth inning but got out of it by inducing a 1-2-3 double play to tie France and getting Ian Kinsler to line out to end the game. The Yankees win! Remember, to get this show every day, subscribe to Locked on Yankees on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Yankees. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go, when you would stride to the plate and hit a first pitch home run every time? Well, now you can return to your glory days, increase your performance, and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Just think of it as a PED that won't get you suspended. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I wouldn't take them on the subway because they're chewable, so they work up to twice as fast as a pill. But if you want your lady to take a fun, long ride on your D-train, Blue Chew is for you. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. What's more, Blue Chew is cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. As you all know by now, the rivalry is going to be renewed tonight. That's right. The Red Sox are coming to town for a four game set. How exciting. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? Yeah. Tonight, Chris Sale will be pitching for the Red Sox. He's returned to form after a rough start to 2019. He'll be facing Jay Happ. Lord help us all. 
I'm just picturing balls flying out of the stadium against Hap, but that's not fair because he didn't do that badly in his last start against them. He gave up three runs in just over six innings. He didn't quite make it to seven innings, so he didn't do terribly, and the Yankees won that last game that he pitched, but I'm just envisioning madness. And Sale, in 20 appearances against the Yankees, including the playoffs, has pitched to a 1.93 ERA, so that'll be an interesting matchup. As for the rest of the matchups, they're all up in the air at the moment. So while the Red Sox seem to have their rotation set, including David Price pitching on Sunday, which I thought I had seen something saying that they had made it so he wouldn't be starting against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, but maybe Boston changed their mind. So the Yankees don't have a starter listed for Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. We'll see what happens there, at least not at the time that I'm recording this early Thursday morning. So I kind of screwed up the timing on this podcast, and I have some minutes to kill. So I figured, why not look back 10 years ago today to Saturday, May 30th, 2009, to see how the Yankees did. They did okay. They beat Cleveland 10-5. CeCe Sabathia got the win. Roberto Hernandez got the loss. The Yankees were up 7 nothing in the top of the fourth. Then the Indians scored two in the bottom of the fifth. The Yankees tacked on a run in the sixth. The Indians also tacked on a run in the sixth. The Yankees scored two in the ninth to make it 10-3, and then Cleveland scored two runs in the ninth. Now let's just take a look at how that happened. I love doing this. Ooh, Jose Veras was pitching the ninth inning. Remember him? He gave up a first pitch home run to Sin Su Chu to lead off the ninth. Then he hit Mark DeRosa with a pitch. He got Ryan Garko to ground out. I remember Ryan Garko. Then Ben Francisco hit a double to score DeRosa. He got Jamie Carroll on a strikeout swinging and Asdrubal Cabrera to ground out to end the game. Now let's look at the lineups because this is always fun. I like discovering players again. In some ways, 10 years ago doesn't seem that long ago. And then in other ways, it feels like it was so far away from now. (laughs) Sometimes 10 years ago feels like 20 years ago. So this was the Cleveland lineup 10 years ago today. Asdrubal Cabrera, Grady Sizemore, Victor Martinez, Johnny Peralta, Sinsu Chu, Mark DeRosa, Ryan Garko, Ben Francisco, Jamie Carroll. Unbelievable. The Yankees lineup was Derek Jeter, Johnny Damon, Mark Teixeira, Alex Rodriguez, Robinson Cano, Jorge Posada, Hideki Matsui, Nick Swisher, and Brett Gardner. And just so you know, Nick Swisher and Jorge Posada had a home run each. Teixeira hit a double. Matsui hit two doubles. And the Yankees were 5 for 14 with runners in scoring position that day. The Indians were 3 for 9. Sabathia pitched seven innings. Gave up three runs, struck out eight, gave up one home run, gave up five hits. Roberto Hernandez pitched four innings, gave up seven runs, four of them earned, because it looks like Sin Su Chu and Ryan Garko each committed an error. Interesting. I was kind of hoping it would be a more exciting game, but at this point in the 2009 season, the Yankees were 29 and 20 which is crazy to think about because right now the Yankees are 36 and 19 with this ragtag lineup of misfits. I'm just kidding. They're not misfits. They're all great guys. They're all performing really well. They're making it so the Yankees have a good cushion to work with 
in this series against the Red Sox. So even if they lose a couple of games, it won't be a big deal. <laughs> Let's hope they don't lose any games to the Red Sox. But, you know, a four-game sweep is really hard to do, especially against the Red Sox. You know, after their rough start, they're doing much better. Although they didn't do that well against Cleveland. Cleveland gave them a run for their money. So we have that to look forward to tonight. And that's it for today's episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show was brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. I'd like to thank you all for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as in iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Thursday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 